The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. This is the Anton Savage Show. That over there is Neil Delamere, who has just arrived back from Der Spiegel Tent in uh, Wexford. <laughs> if you want to see Neil Delamere in person, he's going to be touring uh, in the start of the new year, 2024. He'll be at Vicker Street in February. He's going to be in the Everyman in Cork. He's going to be, I think, in a nice hockey arena in Belfast. Basically, he's everywhere. So neildelamere.com is where you can find him. How'd you find the Spiegel Tent? Oh, it was br- it's brilliant. It's this kind of uh, 1930s, you know, those kind of Berlin tents. Uh, it's all wooden and Spie- Spiegel is the German for mirror, which I did when I realised. And um, a friend of mine is a, a promoter down there and he puts down the keys. So it was me at seven o'clock and then a break and then different audience. And um, Bell X1 were there. Yeah, so it's absolutely brilliant. One of my best memories is from Der Spiegel tent in Wexford. <laughs> you make it sound sinister <laughs> when you say it. Like something weird is going to happen. Like there's gonna, some sort of sex swing is going to come down and then there's going to be games played I did something I now can't remember what it was but I was there to sort of uh, MC things and one of the guests was Rob Heffernan Olympic yes, walker Yes, but we were both quite early we were like 45 minutes early yeah. so Rob said I'll go for a walk and when he came back I went where'd you go he had done like 11 and a half kilometres around <laughs> yeah, but, like he, but that's just like Sergei Bubke going I'm going for a pole vote it's not a walk <laughs> he is a machine that man he's a lovely fella as well he is he, it has to be said he is a gentleman we'll both deny him when the scandal breaks but until then we'll oh treat God, him as a gentleman Rob who? never met the man <laughs> But he used to walk away from me, (laughs) oddly enough. I hadn't realised. And the reason I ask you this is because it relates to a piece of stand-up that a a peer of yours does. And I'm wondering now if it's entirely stolen. You have a three-legged lurcher. (laughs) Yes, okay. Have you heard Garode Farrelly's three-legged cat piece? Oh no! He, yeah, he didn't. He they were they offered or him, dog? Is it they, dog or cat? A dog. Yeah. Is it a dog? Yes, yes. Is no, that your were, dog that he robbed? No, he did not rob my dog. Well, I'll have you know, did, I will defend my ro- dog for my life. <laughs> did he rob the story about no, your dog? No, no, he did not. I was an entirely independent. I think it was a three-legged greyhound called Michael. If it was the punch, that's man. it. Because we used to do a lot of gigs together. And uh, um, no, I independently got. I have a three-legged lurcher called Lola, who is the um, apple of my eye, and absolutely adore her. And I walked her this morning, and. Um, did she come with three legs or did she, she come with four? She, she came with three legs and it, if you have a three-legged dog, people ask you how she lost her leg of all of the time. To the extent so I've started to make stuff up now at this point. I, I've said landmine like <laughs> around, around the North Dublin area. I've said uh, I, I tried to open a cavern lad's wallet. I, I did that at a GA match once. And um, uh, I bring her up to the, uh, the park, the dog park, and somebody said to me, it's not a dog park, it's a dog socialisation area. <laughs> and you know, you know those people, you know the people in the dog park who have to prove how much they know about dogs? They're just like, oh, I know that's, uh, people think that's a German Shepherd, but it's not, it's a Belgian Shepherd, isn't it? Uh, that's, I knew it was a Belgian Shepherd because how she barked. That's not a German accent on the bark, is it? So I bring her up to the dog socialisation area and I pretend to know nothing about dogs. And it really annoys him, like to the extent that I, I pretend I don't know she should have had the fourth leg. <laughs> and it drives people absolutely spare. They're like, Where, where's her leg? And you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she should have four legs. Go on out of that spider dog. What are you talking about? Now, the thing that I, I, maybe I'm focusing on the wrong thing, but I would have thought that there are certain breeds of dog mm. where the absence of that fourth leg yes. is not that significant to them. Bulldogs, as a case in point, rarely go anywhere. So having three legs is not going to have a significant impact yes. on them. 
Lurchers, on the other hand, are known for their speed across the ground. Speed. She is extremely quick because it's the it's the front uh, leg that's gone. So she still has all the power from the back. There's two legs. up the front normally, Neil. There, One there, of them is missing. There are two up the front normally. Absolutely can't get anything by you on this Sunday morning. Uh, but the power comes from the back legs. She just can't turn massively successfully well uh, at really high speed but she's unbelievably quick which is very interesting to see a fox look across make a quick assessment and go I'm going to totter across the road here look around and she's there and, and you see this I fundamentally misunderstand the, the physics of this situation so no she's she is really really quick when you say that she cannot turn is it a, is it a Derek Zoolander problem where she is <laughs> an ambi turner equally badly she, she just or does, does she can she go one she way kind of, quite no, quickly? She can go one way and then there's blue steel over her left shoulder. <laughs> so, so she can't turn one way. But like, the thing is like, she doesn't realise that she, she has this impediment. So she just chases things and lo- loves life. And uh, um, when I got her first, somebody said to me, oh, it's a shame the vet didn't remove one of her back legs instead, isn't it? And I was like, you know they remove the injured leg, don't you? Like, what do you think this was? Some sort of punishment beating or something? Like, she just, whatever was injured, that's that's the leg that went. And uh, But she's happy out. And that's the amazing thing natured. with dogs, generally. Yeah. Is their complete capacity to wake up one morning and go, well, this is just my life now. Yeah. This, I have three legs. This is me. What are you going to do? Yeah. And uh, she, she, I suppose... Yeah, like they don't care. They don't care what. That's the great thing about dogs. Like you said, they don't care if you've had a bad radio show or a good radio show or it was serious or it was messy or whatever. Uh, the dogs just like walk me and feed me and uh, pet me and that's it. So they're the great leveller. But they so when you go back from a gig at night, like so, so you get back from uh, a gig in somewhere a reasonable distance away, and then everybody else, everybody else in the house is asleep. There's always a welcome. There's always somebody who will be going watch Yellow Jackets. We will, Lola. We will. I know you like Yellow Jackets. Will I have a cup of tea and a biscuit and give you a snack? Yes, you will. And we sit there and we chat and we watch stuff and it's the end of the day. I maintain that because of that type of lifestyle, yeah. that stand-up comedians are the people that you want to talk to if you want an insight into anything that is currently happening in the world. Because I think you, as a set of people, yes. consume more current affairs than anybody else in the world. I think stand-up comedians get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm guessing if it's an early morning. And that basically it's your first mistake. You morning stay- is your first mistake. And then I had to stay up all night to make sure I was on time for this. I haven't gone to bed. I left the Spiegel tent four minutes ago. Go on. And then what you do is you sit in front of Sky News <laughs> arguing with yourself about current affairs and then you do go and do a gig. Uh, no, it depends. On, like loads of stand-ups don't do anything about current affairs in their sets. No, I don't mean you make jokes about it. Oh, I mean, you just consume, consume huge ma- amounts of it. I think this is what gave us Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan <laughs> had years my door, Jesus. Of, of backed up current affairs that he wanted to get involved in and somebody made the mistake of giving him a he podcast. He backed up something. Up. I don't know what it was, but uh, um, no, I think I actually do it during significant periods of the year because I do a panel show about the news, you know, so uh, in, in, in Belfast. So I do kind of consume it from from kind of September until Christmas because we do a series then. So it's kind of hardcore looking at the news there because you have to dip in and out because if you don't live in Belfast you have to dip in that's and out. That's particularly that. hardcore current affairs as well. Like that, that's that's tiptoeing through a minefield as well. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of nuance and subtlety in how you deal with those there stories. There is. Offend everybody equally is my general rule there <laughs> and if I get anything wrong I, I mean I've done it for a long time I do, uh, Tim McGarry who is the host of the show uh, uh, he, he can always go I, I, if I if something is particularly contentious before I go should I do it this way and he'll go, he'll go well maybe do it this way because you're not aware of that particular reference or whatever and McGarry's a lovely man myself and McGarry went to the Champions League final last year and we went 
Bloody damn. He got his posh tickets, yeah. And anytime I go to France, I like to try new foods and new drinks. And um, Anytime you go to France, Anytime yeah. I go to France. I'm a regular visitor to oh. France. Uh, I'm not, but anyway. Um, but this time I tasted something that disagreed with me, which was tear gas, Anton. It was tear gas. Uh, we were tear gassed at the... At the uh, oh, yeah. Stick. Yeah, the tear gas people like, do you know who was in front of us? Fisher Stevens. The guy who was in Friends and has directed the, later, the latest Beckham documentary. He was tear gassed. He was in front of us and the Liverpool fans were in front of us and I'd say the tear gassed the people maybe 20 yards in front of us. The thing about Tim McGarry was Tim McGarry grew up in North Belfast in the 70s and laughed when the situation was happening. <laughs> laughed. We all had tears in our eyes but Tim's were from nostalgia mainly. Like I'm going what are we going to do? And he's like it's just a wee bit of atmosphere. Come on. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't remotely perturbed by this and I'm kind of freaking out. But it was very strange. How bad is... Because I've... It's one of the things I've, I've, there's two things that someday I'm, I'm going to ask somebody to do and I suspect there'd be a long list of volunteers. Right. I'd quite like to try being tear gassed and tased <laughs> just to see what they're like. Weird man. Yeah, but you look at them and you go, how bad can it be? Oh, I think, I think it's pretty bad. All right. Yeah. Tased. Well, yeah, you see, you know, I'll 100% tased if you want. I think it's illegal to have a taser. Okay. Is it illegal to go into a badly wired house? <laughs> I mean, the point is to electrocute, electrocute you till you lose the control of your bowels. I think that's what we're aiming for here. I think we could pretty much figure that out. Do you have a fork? Do you have a socket? Don't, we don't, from don't, even, don't even, it's, no, don't. If you have a fork and a socket, don't even think of combining the two. Tech saying, uh, li- liked hearing about Cody. This is Cody Keenan, who is the Obama speechwriter. He's probably responsible for Trump running for president. It's said that he decided to run after hearing the after dinner speech that mocked him. I don't know. I think he was always kind of in that way of... of is the Barack Obama Plaza in your territory? It's in Moneygall, yeah. That's, that's I, home for you, I have a it? weird connection to... to I, anytime I think of Barack Obama, I think of celebrity fitness families. <laughs> I did it a couple of years ago. Did you? Yeah, I did it during COVID. We all lost a run of ourselves altogether. And Hang on, did you host it or participate? No, I did it. I, 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 With uh, your family? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because... Clearly, I haven't kept up the svelte physique. <laughs> That's what inspires someone to think that I'm very fit. Given the absolute incredulity in your voice that asked me not once, but twice. And then did I host the show? The, 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 the cheek of you, Anton Savage. You, you blubbering mess. Did they have some sort of... Um, I did it because I, I more meant because we're known. You're known for being so circumspect about your private life. Of course, no, I was. I was. Uh, it was COVID, and we all kind of lost our own of ourselves. And I went. I, I have to do something to kind of maintain some sort of schedule. So I said, I'll do this because it'll make you train. You know, a couple of times a couple of times a week or whatever. And um, so my secret weapon. I'll tell you my secret weapon. Uh, you're allowed to have people on the on the celebrity version that uh, has. They're slightly more distantly related, right? So my secret weapon was going to be my cousin from Clare, who's a senior hurler for Clare, right? And, like, he'd run all day. Like, he had to get a diesel Fitbit. You're talking... <laughs> the, he had to change the clutch on his Fitbit. He's an animal. But he couldn't do it, right? So I had to get my other cousin, who is about six foot two, and she's from Clare in County Tipperary, and... Rosie is my cousin in much the same way that Barack Obama's money got County Offaly. <laughs> if you can find a genealogist who can connect the two of us, you are a better man than I am. If you want to see Neil Delamere live, he's going to be in Vicker Street in February, Everyman in Cork and touring the country, neildelamere.com. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PwC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.